From the Cox Media Group Studios, this is Sunday Supper, Southern Kitchen's podcast. I am Associate Editor Mike Jordan. I'm Kate Williams, also an Associate Editor. And I'm Ashley Twist-Cole, Editor-in-Chief. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Supper, where you will laugh, learn, and work up an appetite. And welcome to Sunday Supper. Uh, <laughs> I'm always, I'm excited about it. I'm so excited. I am your host, Mike Jordan. I'm Ashley Twistcall, Editor-in-Chief, and someone here looks like me for a very <laughs> real it's reason. Me, yeah, it? It's you. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I am here, we are here with a very special guest, my mother, Dr. Constance Wilson. Welcome. Is it? Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I like in the um, in the script that you had originally. You said my actual mom. Yeah, <laughs> it's the like real mom. Did I take that out? Oh man. No, no, no. It's still here. It says my actual mom. You are joining yes. us for our Mother's Day episode, and today my actual mom <laughs> is going to talk about her background and what all moms really want from Mother's Day, from brunch to gifts. And she's going to share her famous mini pecan pie recipe. We have it here in the studios. There's like 12 of them. I don't know how, I don't know if they'll make it out of the studio. I don't think <laughs> that they would make it very far. <laughs> she's like, I'm not taking this yes. home with me. <laughs> so I'm also going to be cool with it if mom tells some funny stories about me. We will probably get to those later in the show. So stay tuned for that. Can our bless your heart moment be like like 10 minutes long. <laughs> if it starts, it starts. Whatever happens, happens. I'm okay with it. Our show today is brought to you by Kohler. At Kohler, you'll find the Whitehaven apron front sink, which features a large single basin that accommodates large pots and pans, while the sloped bottom helps with draining and cleanup. Crafted from enameled cast iron, this sink resists chipping, cracking, or burning for years of beauty and reliable performance. Um, Mom, what is your background? Pretend I don't know it. She can tell me I don't know. <laughs> tell her, tell Ashley. Ashley's never heard this. Well, I come from a small town, and um, I went to college and got married and um, had my son, Michael. And we always, we had this deal going all the time because he, I was a professor at a university mm -hmm. and uh, desired to go get my Ph.D. And every time he would act up and be, at, be bad, I said, if you're not going to grow up to be anything, I might as well go and get my PhD and let you go and <laughs> become whatever you want to become. So the proudest moment for him was when he was out of the hot water and I got my PhD. He said, thank goodness, I don't have to hear that story again. But yeah, he left to go to Morehouse. I left to go to the University of Alabama. Okay. And so the same that fall, we were both on a college campus. I love that. So that's... going to get right into it, huh? All yes. right, cool, yes. cool. Stories are starting. <laughs> So, uh, Mom, being a teacher, and we talked about this a little bit last night uh, with you and my stepdad, Winston, who's here as well. Um, he, uh, you being a teacher and a mom, I remember when you had just students over the years, the house was always filled yes. with students, and you were always feeding these strange young people <laughs> who were trying to better themselves, but at that point, they were just kind of, you know, trying to get the next meal and I just remember sharing our food with a whole lot of students over the year. So you said something about mentoring through teaching last night. So tell me about that philosophy. Well, I have always felt that a teacher must be a mentor to connect to the student uh, outside the classroom. You need to know that I'm then available. So I said I mentored, mentored through teaching, but I nurtured through food. 
So I don't think there's many, very many students that I've taught who have not had a meal from my house. Pretty fine, Dr. Wilson. So um, that's very important to me. I think I connect through food. I'm always that little, uh, we bought the pies in today in a container. That container goes to my campus quite often. Yeah. It has something in it. So that's my, that's my therapy cooking. It's that. also my joy. Yeah, well, yeah. And what are you a professor of? City planning. City, oh, very cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. I love that. So you bring food to your students. Do you ever have like particular themes like that are associated with what you're teaching or or what kind of inspires you to make these meals and the types of meals that you make? I have to make big pots because it's hungry students. <laughs> yeah. well, they're so, they're so I make, poor and, and yeah, young yeah, hungry yeah, kids, Absolutely. Right? <laughs> so whenever, they always said to me about my lunch too, they said, we, are, we always smell your lunch. I said, that's because it doesn't come from a bag off the street. Yeah. And so they would always be, when they come down the hall, they know that there's food there. But um, a lot of them like my gumbo, and that's Michael's favorite. I've heard um, about your gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> so they, it's, it's pretty much anything. I, and I've made baked spaghetti and mm -hmm. something that's, you know, feeds a large, fa large family. So my children, my students were like my family. So of course I had to figure out, okay, so what's the largest thing that I can take to feed about 25 today? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. And they all do kind of, I, I noticed, um, a lot of the students would kind of feel some freedom to just kind of like pop over. Yeah. There was a lot of that going on as well. Like, you know, like, hey, I just happen to be in the neighborhood. Like, the really? And so, pop by. Yeah, and they were looking Absolutely. really like gaunt and, you know, <laughs> like very like, you know, sunken eye and everything. And I'm like, I see what's going on here. But yeah, I know we've always, uh, from Thanksgiving, even like the major holidays, some students are over there and I'm just like, hey, how are you? And I'm now I give them kind of like the stern shake and be like, young man, how, what, what, what are your plans for the future? And you, you know, like, yeah, yeah, what do you, yeah, that Absolutely. sounds good. That so, sounds good. So you grew up with students popping by and being around and it kind of feel like a extended family of and sorts? And all on campus too. So yeah. we, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, where uh, mom still lives and where I was raised, um, the campus, Alabama a and University, I, there are pictures of me on that campus as a kid with a bunch of people who I grew up and still know to this day, but we're in some really cute but dusty clothes because, of course, we're doing all types of goofy kid stuff. But you grow up on campus, and so, again, I do remember always being, there was always this larger batch of food that we had some, and then there was a second helping in a big, large Tupperware, some kind of, like, convenient portable food tray that these kids would get a lot of our food. I never minded, but I just realized and I'm always like, okay, but mom always cooked. So that's the thing is that I don't, I can't think of many days that mom didn't cook something. Right. So it's just one of those things like being in the kitchen. And I know I kind of got a lot of that from, uh, from you, but that was one question I have. And I know a little bit of the story, but how did you learn to cook? I grew up with around lots of aunts, and uh, two particular aunts were a very good cook. My grandma was a great cook, and my mom uh, had some specialty dishes that she's outstanding on. But I had one particular aunt who loved to bake, and she was just always in the kitchen. So I really learned just by standing around. You know, very early I learned how to mm -hmm. do cornbread. Which aunt was this? Dee Dee. Okay. Dee Dee. Yes. That's okay. Karen's mom. Yeah. So very early I learned how to do cornbread. She'd bake all kind of cakes and. And in the South, uh, at Christmas, 
because there was not a lot of storage in the refrigerator. You'd bake these cakes and you'd put them in these large contained like a bucket mm -hmm. and you'd stack, you'd have 10 different cakes in there. And because when people came by, they had to have dessert, mm -hmm. Christmas Day afterwards. And so one of the things, you know, with Southern hospitality is you enter someone's house, you have to offer them food. It's almost, yep. you know, it's almost ungodly yeah. not to say, what can I get you to eat? And so having grown up around that and always having food there, I just had a love for cooking. I love that. One of the things I noticed uh, when I moved, I'm not originally from the South, but I've been here for a long time, was this idea that also when you show up to somebody's house, you don't show up empty handed. Do you find that to be true? Yeah. I, and now I feel awkward. I'm like, I'm going over to, what can I, what can <laughs> what I get? Can I what store is on the way? Leftover tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's funny, there's, there's just this kind of need for, um, you know, I bring you something and yeah. then you offer me something yeah, and it's, it, yeah, it yeah. really is. It's, Do you have a thing that you take to people's houses? Um, I get a lot of quest, requests for my pecan pies. That's yeah. probably one of the major things. And I, I uh, your Aunt Anne is always asking for um, pound cake. And so I'll cook them, box them up and ship them to her. So um, yeah, so I have a lot of, lot of requests. My, um, most of my friends though, want the pecan pies. And you brought them here for us, so my friends and co-workers get to have some. Going to take a quick break to give our next uh, information about Kohler. Our sponsor at Kohler, you will discover reimagined innovative finds like the new farmstead enameled cast iron freestanding kitchen sink, which can be installed wall mount with legs or top mount with custom cabinetry, giving it the look of a unique hand-constructed piece of furniture. Um, we have a piece of food furniture right here <laughs> that you brought, um, but let's get into your pecan pie recipe because we were just talking about it, and I do know that it's one of those things that you just always like, well, I can make pecan pies. And even when we were talking about, hey, mom, you need to come on the show. I'm like, well, I can make pecan pies. <laughs> and I was kind of nervous because- Did you because, hear that impression that he just did? Well, I, mean, yeah. I, yeah. Yes, yeah. I heard that. <laughs> I did You're gonna talk that. about me in a minute, so I gotta get <laughs> yes. at least one in. Yes. I, like even last night when I, we went and I got some of the things for you, but I was like, you're not going to start tonight? Like, no, you have to make pie. So tell me again, I don't understand that. I thought you had to make pie stuff the night before, because this is the one thing that I don't really dabble in that you make is the dessert stuff. How does this work? My standard is you must eat my pies on the day they were baked. You see how serious I'm, I'm, I'm just serious. serious. I am She's so serious. Like, so um, I had a student who always loved them, and I would... Uh, say, okay, I have these pies, and if she didn't eat them on the day I bought them, I was like, you know, you're not eating my pies. Just like any other baked good, when do you eat any baked good? Fresh, did you tell her she hot. couldn't have your pies? <laughs> right, if she didn't eat them on the first day, no, I don't do it. <laughs> you want them fresh, yeah. you want them good because, because, fresh. Yeah, you go to the trouble of doing that. I would get up early, uh -huh. you know, I'll get up early at, you know, five o'clock to make sure that if I'm gonna carry them somewhere, they're ready. ready. So, um, but as I said, when you go to the bakery, you want what they bake today. They, you don't want a day old bread. There's a and reason so my, they sell that for I, cheaper, right? Exactly, yeah, and so I don't want, you know, secondhand pies. So that's why I get up and I make sure that they are fresh and crisp and um, these are probably even still a little bit warm. I keep so. like almost <laughs> reaching. Well, let's go ahead and reach for some in the meantime uh, because I feel you want a pie, Mom? No, thank you. Okay, so um, I don't really eat a whole lot of pies and no, stuff. You don't. I don't, but I do like these. And one of the reasons, uh, I'm just going to describe this pie. It's small, I would say, what is it? Maybe two and a half inches or three, maybe mm -hmm. two and a half inches in diameter. And there's little chopped up pecans 
and it's kind of glazed with whatever I guess you might put over it, but no glaze. No glaze. Okay, strike that from the record, please. <laughs> yes. um, but there are pecans that go all the way down, and this is something you yeah. do that a lot of people may have complaints about pecan pie being that kind of filler. Yes. So why did you do this? Is that your own taste or people requested or what? That's my own way of trying to, to limit the amount of gooey, sticky custard mm. that's in the pie. Because normally in pecan pie, the pecan's on top, and you cut down and there's this gooey custard yep. in it. So, and also you have, the gooey custard is pretty much sugar. Yep. It's just sugar, sugar. So this way, I fill the cup with pecans, chopped pecans, and it's very, so the custard has to go between it, mm -hmm. so there's not as much of it. So you don't get as much as the sweetness and the, the syrup and everything, and you have mostly pecans and a, a little stuff to stick it together. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that that's a better way to do it. So and is this a lot more labor intensive to do mini pies like this than a big pie, in your opinion? Or? No. No? I just, and it's to, easy, because <laughs> I'm always sharing food. Yeah. This is easy. I always Absolutely. think about the easiest way to share. So if you already have it packaged, and you can take it, you know, here, just pick it up and share. You don't have to cut and have yeah. a plate. It's in, in its own container. Yeah, it's great. Mike's got it so, in his hand uh, right now, ready. Did you have to oil the uh, pan no. at all? It mm -hmm. just came straight out of the pan? Yeah, it comes straight out. Now, well, sometimes they get contrary, so I'm very glad that that one behaved for you. Contrary? These pies are like trifling mom. <laughs> at times. Let me find at out. Times. At times. Okay, at times. Okay, so you told me about another thing, and I don't want to give away too much of the secrets because, you know, we can we sell these at uh, festivals uh, around uh, the South sometimes. Yes, you might see my mom at the Cornbread <laughs> Festival in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, selling pies. But uh, one thing, you did say that there's, you kind of do a blend of the cane syrups. Yeah, okay. so that it's a lot of people, the one thing that they say is that, oh, your pies are not as sweet. Mm -hmm. Again, with the pecans there, that reduces the amount of the custard. But the other thing is that I kind of do half and half of the dark and and like uh, cane sugar, uh, mm -hmm. cane syrup, and that blends it a little bit better. It's not as heavy. I do less sugar. Okay. Um, so uh, and these have a these have a hint of bourbon. All right. Oh, I'm gonna they try have bourbon. Right I'm gonna have a bite. <laughs> it looks so good. I yes. didn't know that you put bourbon in. Do you always put bourbon in them? Uh, every now and then. Okay. Yeah. Was this from my bar? From you your bar. Yeah, I found uh -oh. it. I found it. So okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> I broke into your bar. Well, Only since it. you turned 21 did you start putting yes. bourbon. Oh yeah, because yeah. I've never had <laughs> yes. bourbon before then. Um, so. Those are um, delicious. It's, and, and you know, um, again, you can see like, again, the pecans go all the way down. And that's big to me, because again, that big middle part of the gooeyness, it's almost like icing on cake. Mm -hmm. I scrape that stuff off. Like, it's just kind of yeah. like, that's going yeah. a little bit above and beyond. But this is kind of like, oh, that's true pecan, and there's enough pie that's in there. It makes it pie. Yep. Mm -hmm. I also like your mini sweet potato. Do you make the mini sweet potato pies anymore, I do. or do you just make the big? I do. Well, most people ask this, that sweet potato was always your favorite. Yep. Uh, and so that's something that people also like, too. I have my own way of putting that together and my own process and procedures. So you mentioned your mom had a couple of dishes that she executed really well, and it sounds like you do as well. The pecan pie, mm -hmm. the gumbo sweet potato pies. What are some of your favorite things to make? Um, I, I do like spaghettis. I do like pastas. Um, yeah. oh, well, and I do, heart. yeah, I, love pasta. I do like a shrimp <laughs> scampi. Mm -hmm. um, when Michael arrived last Saturday, I had made shrimp fried rice. And, yeah, great. and I didn't even know he was coming, but you know, there he was. <laughs> and he made himself at home. He had it for breakfast the next day, and I think he had it for lunch the mm -hmm. next day. Mm -hmm. So um, I like things that, that I like to cook things that require simmering. Okay. I don't like fast flash in the pan. I like to simmer. I like to make homemade chicken noodle soup. Mm -hmm. but, um, Which is excellent. 
which is really good. I just wanted to give a shout out to the homemade <laughs> chicken noodle soup. Okay, yeah. sorry. But um, yeah, that's I prefer. So you, I prefer, you like to kind of stand I, over and, and watch cut up and, and chop up yeah. and mix up and see what you get. Yeah, one of my yeah. favorite things to make is risotto because I like, I like the time. I yeah. like pouring in cup by cup and mm -hmm. stirring. You know, there's a lot of instant pot and quick risotto right. and. Right. For me, when I make risotto, it's almost like a calming mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Same as lasagna. Activity. You, know, yeah. you have to make the sauce. You have to let, so people say, I can do lasagna in 30 minutes. I say, you're not making lasagna. You're making something <laughs> else. If you're like, that's you not lasagna. the word weeknight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> lasagna, right? Make weeknight lasagna. Make it fast. <laughs> what else uh, did you enjoy cooking or do you enjoy cooking now? Has it changed over the years? Um, probably. Because I know you didn't well, used to want to make the gumbo. Well, I, why didn't I not want to make the Because you didn't want, I remember this, because okay. you didn't want to devein the shrimp. And that was well, like I where I started. Yeah. But I still don't. And I have a wonderful husband who deveins it for me now. <laughs> so, um, who gets I don't, the gumbo at yeah. the end, right? <laughs> well, and he doesn't eat as much. I mean, I really shouldn't make Mike come do it and just freeze it because he's the one who eats, uh, eats about about four yeah. or five bowls a day when he's yeah. there. But yeah, yeah he, he's the avid gumbo eater. <laughs> but, but now, because my husband's from Jamaica, I do jerk chicken. And mm -hmm. that's another... I don't think I can name anything that's not something that you really favor. Um, <laughs> uh, that's great. I appreciate that, too. Yeah, I just eat a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, remember, for the longest time, you were surprised that I ate uh, succotash for some reason. Or not succotash, but the okra, corn, and tomatoes. Yes. Which I always ate okra and corn and tomatoes, but you just, every time I eat it, you're just shocked. I'm like, just, what? Yeah. The boy yeah. is eating okra, corn, yeah. and tomatoes? Yeah. So did you teach Mike? To cook, did he stand with you in the he, kitchen? He really or? didn't. He, he kind of, guess, you know, was watching when he was walking through, but sure. he was never sitting there. He was always out. He was very active, so he wouldn't sitting and watching me would not have been something. And if he were sitting in the kitchen, he had a book in his hand. Yeah. I'd have to make him put the book down. It's time for dinner, so he was always head down yeah. reading. Mm -hmm. What yeah. got you into cooking, then, Mike? Where it, it really, I was paying more attention to mom than she probably realized, and so she was cooking all of the time. And I was just kind of like, okay, how do you get this taste? And another reason is because my friends, uh, who I love y'all dearly, but some of y'all's parents can't cook that well. Uh, so I knew there was a difference between what mom was doing and what they were doing, so I just started noticing. And I remember one of the first things was the mixture of like soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce to like make something else. And I was like, oh, and so I started using our spaghetti and everything, and that was kind of like, I just noticed these same cast of characters of ingredients would be out on the counter all the time. And so from there I was like, oh, you can mix things and you can do this and all that. And I just kind of like, I wanted to eat and feed myself, so I just kind of like followed. Yeah. And I was never afraid of spices. That's the other thing too. Yeah. I thought time and, and I, I'm a big spice fan. Yeah. You can change anything. For Good I, set of spices. I feel like in the South that the stories that you guys are telling are very true for a lot of families where it's, you, you're around, people are cooking, you're paying more attention than you realize, and you just, you know, it's, it's, it's the fact that you were cooking and that you were there, and Mike picked up on that and, you know, has yeah. become so interested in it as an adult and feeding yeah. his own family and spending yes. time with his daughter yes. mm -hmm. as well, which is just so cool. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Southern people, I think the whole thing is, with me, it was really about, and especially now as you get older and Southern food is a thing, as we know very well, is uh, someone had to actually make this stuff and someone had to watch and learn and they watched their mother and grandmother. So it's just the tradition of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So speaking of mothers, we're gonna talk about what moms really want for Mother's Day, so get your brains turning. But before that, we'll do a, a quick word from our sponsor, which is Bojangles. And at Bojangles, they're all about the biscuits, which we know. 
Uh, every Bojangles biscuit is made from scratch with the freshest ingredients, which are mixed, kneaded, and hand-rolled through a 48-step process by their specially trained and certified master biscuit makers every 20 minutes, all day long. Fresh biscuits all day, every day. What are you waiting for? Come on in and try one at Bojangles today. It's bow time. It is bow time. It's uh, always bow time. It is really always bow time. <laughs> Those are some good biscuits. They are. Um, so, Mom, what do mothers, and I mean, I'm asking this because I have a mom, so you might know some ideas of what she might want for Mother's Day. You have this mom, and then you have your wife, who <laughs> is, is their mom, right? There are moms all around. I'm right? a mom if you want to give me a gift. Everybody's <laughs> got to get a gift. Everybody. Yeah, so, and it's good. Let, yeah. let me ask both of you all, what do mothers want for Mother's Day? And I mean, there's gifts, and there's brunch is, of course, the big thing. But what do moms want? It changes over time. Yeah. You know, there was something that I wanted when I was younger, mm -hmm. and now, just time. What would you want when you were younger? You know, you kind of want some flowers, or you want a card, you want something, but now that, the coolest things is when you send me notes or something like that, and I, and I did tell him that, um, that my coolest Mother's Day was, he was, I think you were in college, or you were still in here, you were, yeah, maybe working here. here. Yeah, yes, Atlanta. you're in Atlanta. And he had said he was coming in that Saturday evening, and I hadn't heard from him, and so it got to be Saturday night. And I go to bed, I'm thinking, well, this is, you know, stinks. And so <laughs> I got up and got dressed for church, and I'm thinking, I'm just not believing this. And we pull out of the car, a garage, and, we, and I look at the mailbox, and there's this huge, huge bouquet of all kind of balloons oh, and all cool. kinds of other stuff yeah. on my mailbox. Uh -huh. And he had put a note saying, hey, I had to rush back to Atlanta, have a wonderful mother. And I thought that was the coolest thing because, see, I was disappointed and there I was. The whole community knew that I had gotten celebrated. Aww, so that was, so that was cool. Give a little kiss. <laughs> that's right. That's I, right. I don't take a lot. I don't take a lot. You know, yes. You know, it's funny. I'm a new mom. I have a son who's 15 months old. and. Number one, what I really want is to sleep in. But other than that, you know, it is, I just want to hang out with my family and yeah. spend yeah. time together. I don't need a gift. Yeah. I never say no to gifts. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's not absolutely necessary. It's, it's yeah. not. And, you know, we, we, in my family, my parents live very close. My mother-in-law is very close. And so we just all get together and go mm -hmm. out for brunch and mm -hmm. don't cook, mm -hmm. right? I'm right. sure, I don't right. know, for you, I love to cook too, but it's nice to have a day where you're yeah. like, okay, I'm yeah. not cooking today. Absolutely. I'm just going to relax and yeah. you cook for me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, well then, so is it really a thing of where you'd rather go out and get the brunch or you would rather have someone do the breakfast in bed thing? Have someone do the breakfast at the house. I'm not necessarily a breakfast in bed, but a chill out, cool out kind of day. You get the crumbs all in the bed. And, and, and then you feel kind of rushed at it when you go out and you're sitting there and people are in line because Mother's Day is you know, the day where, so you feel like you need to eat and move on. But if you do it at the house, you can have it sitting out, everybody can move around, the kids can run around, they're not sitting at the table. Yeah. It's a much looser and freer environment. What so has to be on the brunch menu? Mimosas. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, yeah. That's just a, give a little that, quick high five. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mimosas, fresh fruit for me, mm -hmm. you know, some sort of egg dish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. Anything, anything that, yeah, any, yeah, pancake, anything I don't have to clean up, I'm okay. good with. Okay. Well, that would be bad if, like, you were the mom and it was like, here's this delicious food for you, mom. Also, can you clean this up well, when you're done? But, now? you know, That's it's well. at your house, even if you, you know, yeah. My husband will cook and I'll clean up or I'll cook and I don't I when there's a mess I, f I want to clean it up you know I want my house to look nice I want to help out um, but if I whatever I can do to avoid that is good <laughs> um, one thing I'm gonna just bring up here is that you know 
I have noticed that, you know, we've always been very close, but uh, priorities kind of change when you have a child that becomes a grandchild. I'm, I'm, I know I am loved, but I'm not quite as loved as another member of the house. And we've discussed this, so yes, I don't think yes, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yes, I think she can, I think mom, to speak, if, if I yes, can, I think yes. you love Sienna just a tweetsy little bit more. If, if we're both dangling from the cliff, I think you'd be like, he'll be okay, Sienna. Like, you know, he's been, he's done a good job he's with his life. He's, he's, he's saved yes. all this stuff. Well, he thinks that even more because about a month or so ago, there was a storm here. Mm-hmm. in Atlanta and I called him and I said Sienna can't stay in her room and so he said no I said no you have to bring in your room because there's these tall trees and I'm in Huntsville now bossing him around you got to take out of your room put it in the bed for you all he said what if the tree falls you know if something falls on us I said between you and Jacinta y'all are tall enough to keep her sheltered so she'll be crushed <laughs> by the tree basically yeah, yeah. you all are the buffers yeah, yeah. so you know he's like yeah she is but um yeah. when you know she's pretty perfect I mean she's just she's super cute I mean, I'm, I'm serious I tell people all the time I said really really I'm not bragging I'm not being you know whatever but uh, they'll say how's your grandbaby I said she's just perfect and they just <laughs> so she just really is she's a cool she's a Coolest little girl I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she absolutely is. My she cried this morning when she went to school. Well, she's always crying. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She'll be all right. She never she cries. Right. Do she some push ups. She, she's she's, she's tender hearted, but she never cries. She's not a crybaby. You don't see it. She, she's not a crybaby. She's definitely not a crybaby. She's tough, but she yes. kind of will do this thing where she starts and she's like <laughs> trying to like get it together and like look girl. tough because she's trying to Aww. hold on. She <laughs> is. She's. she's there is Pretty up there. something special about grandparents and oh, grandchildren. Yeah, it's, it's like, I get bypassed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you for bringing over my grandson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm also, also your daughter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what are you planning for uh, Mother's Day, Ashley, to its cold? Um, so my dad is on a golf trip, so he is going to be gone. So my mom and my husband and son and brother and sister-in-law are going to spend some time together. I, actually, this is what moms really want. I said, I don't care what happens the rest of the day but at some point during the day I want my free ice cream cone from the ice cream shop down the street from our house they give free Mother's Day ice cream cones and so that's all I want <laughs> just want my free cone go cash in on your free cone yeah um, and mom what would you say is kind of like for a mother you know like what's what's been uh, you know What's been the thing that has changed, you know, most since you became a mother? Like, you know, in the sense of who you are, you know, the greatness of who you've raised me to be and all that stuff. You can shout me out, the it's glory, okay. The glory of that, I'm yes. A good, good, great well, well, probably, and I've shared, you know, I was at, at Michael's house and we had talked a long time late into the night and he went to bed and did you did you tweet that out or did you just put it on Facebook about mom is here tonight mm-hmm. and we had a long conversation and he put all this stuff in there and it's at the end of the day it's like it's the it's one of those profound statements that you know he got it you know at the end of the day no matter what trouble he's been at this point in his life he totally got it so I've had that framed and it's in my living room on the wall his whole little paragraph and all that he said about who I was and why he's so sure about other things because of who I was. So that, when you put it down and we can, I can see it and I know that it came straight from your heart, it's like, oh, very good. Like, he got it. My work is done. He got it. He got it. <laughs> well, I would say that you have probably shown me more than anything else um, 
how to look at things deeper, how to be more analytical, but in a very caring way, and to take care of people and to be patient and probably good for me because I'm learned to calm down a little bit more yes, than yes, I used to yes, be, but yes. it's still, like, I would say mostly is, you know, just have a really good heart and very forgiving and I love you very much. I love you. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> but I, we're gonna talk more about Mike's troubling days yeah, in a moment, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for now, Kohler, at Kohler, you will find the super stylish Monte Carlo Round Bar Sink by Callista, which features reflective, hand-hammered finish accents and copper construction for reliability and durability. Now, this segment is called Bless Your Heart. It's a moment where... Is it actually called Bless Mike's Heart? It could be, I guess, today. <laughs> I'm just going to turn this way and let whatever happens, what happens. Do you have a moment that you would say a bless your heart from raising me or something that happened? Mm, uh, which one do I want to choose? scrolling through the catalog. Yeah, which one should I choose? <laughs> we spoke about briefly. Uh, I was at work and he had... And he, you were probably 12 or so or something. Yes. Yes. And uh, I get this call, Mom, we just set the kitchen on fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we put it out. We put it out. But the fire truck, you know, I get there and the fire truck is coming, everything. And he's, he's so proud that he put the fire out. But never mind you, my kitchen had to be, you know, my shelves had to be done over. We had to paint the whole... So uh, yeah, this was that not was just a little like no no it was it okay. wasn't that the skillet was on fire the kitchen was on fire. Well, basically, what happened was that uh, we were frying some home fries and me and my friend had a really good game of like Joe Montana football or something on the Genesis playing and we went in the other room and we just left the grease mm -hmm. on the heat and we came out and my friend like came out and ran back in and he's like black smoke black smoke <laughs> and I'm like you nerd like what are you scared of I'm like oh wait we're on fire the house the roof is on fire so um yeah that was did you, you know. freak out were you like uh, what did how did you react so calm you know yeah. the you know, house was on fire but we got it we got we put it out. It's, oh, what? Yeah. So he was. He was pretty calm. That, Bless that, my I don't heart. know why. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. You lit. You're in, she's, and she still came here and brought you pie after you said I think she bought you all pie. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so much for me. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for this week of Sunday Supper. Um, thank you so much, Dr. Wilson, Mom, for showing up and sharing your wonderful pecan pie recipe. We will eat these. Um, and we'd love to hear from you, the audience. So uh, make sure you reach out to us with feedback at editor at southernkitchen.com. And also please subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please hit your like buttons on Facebook so that you can keep up with us. I'm Mike Jordan. I'm Ashley Twiskel. I'm Connie Wilson. That's right. And remember, call your mom. Call your mom. Call your mom. <laughs> Thank you.